greetings and welcome to another episode of Being Healthy, the Shaolin Way. Now, today we're going to talk about the ketogenic diet once again. So if you're know, not familiar with the ketogenic diet, what is it? The ketogenic or keto diet is a low carbohydrate, fat-rich eating plan that has been used for centuries to treat specific medical conditions. In the 19th century, the ketogenic diet was commonly used to help control diabetes. In 1920, it was introduced as an effective treatment for epilepsy in children and new medication was ineffective. The ketogenic diet has also been tested and used in closely monitoring systems for cancer, diabetes, polycystic ovary syndrome, and Alzheimer's disease. However, this diet is gaining considerable attention as a potential weight loss strategy due to the low carbohydrate craze, which started in the 1970s with the Atkins diet. The Atkins diet was a very low-carbohydrate, high-protein diet, which was a commercial success and popularized low-carbohydrate diets to a new level. But today, other low-carbohydrate diets, including the Paleo, South Beach, and Dukin diets, are all high in protein, but moderate in fat. In contrast, the ketogenic diet is distinctive for its exceptionally high fat content. It's typically 70-80%, though with only a moderate intake of protein. How it works. The premise of the ketogenic diet for weight loss is that if you deprive the body of glucose, the main source of energy for all cells in the body, which is obtained by eating carbohydrate foods, an alternative fuel called ketones is produced from stored fat. That's the term ketogenic. Now let me repeat. The premise of the ketogenic diet uh, for weight loss is that if you deprive the body of glucose, the main source of energy for all cells in the body, which is obtained by eating carbohydrate foods, an alternative fuel called ketones is produced from stored fat, thus the term ketogenic diet. The brain demands the most glucose in a steady supply, about 120 grams daily, because it cannot store glucose. During fasting, or when very little carbohydrate is eaten, the body first pulls stored glucose from the liver and temporarily breaks down muscle to release glucose. If this continues for three to four days and stored glucose is fully depleted, blood levels of a hormone called insulin decrease and the body begins to use fat as its primary fuel. The liver produces ketone bodies from fat, which can be used in the absence of glucose. I'll repeat that. The liver produces ketone bodies from fat, which can be used in the absence of glucose. Very interesting. When ketone bodies accumulate in the blood, this is called ketosis. Healthy individuals naturally experience mild ketosis during periods of fasting and very strenuous exercise. Proponents of the ketogenic diet state that if the diet is carefully followed, Blood levels of ketones should not reach a harmful level, known as ketoacidosis, as the brain will use ketones for fuel, and healthy individuals will typically produce enough insulin to prevent excessive ketones from forming. How soon ketose happens and the number of ketone bodies that accumulate in the blood is variable from person to person. It depends on factors such as body fat percentage and resting metabolic rate. Now, let me go into ketoacidosis a little bit. Excessive ketone bodies can produce a dangerously toxic level of acid in the blood, called ketoacidosis. 
During ketoacidosis, the kidneys begin to excrete ketone bodies along with body water in the urine, causing some fluid-related weight loss. Ketoacidosis most often occurs in individuals with type 1 diabetes because they do not produce any insulin, a hormone that prevents the overproduction of ketones. However, in a few rare cases, ketoacidosis has been reported in non-diabetic individuals following a prolonged, very low-carbohydrate diet. Now, the diet itself is there's not one standard ketogenic diet with a specific ratio of macronutrients, carbohydrates, proteins, fats, in other words. The ketogenic diet typically reduces total carbohydrate intake to less than 50 grams a day, less than the amount found in a medium plain bagel. It can be as low as 20 grams a day. However, popular ketogenic resources suggest an average of 70 to 80% fat from total daily calories, 5 to 10% carbohydrate, and 20 to 10 to 20% protein. For a 2,000 calorie diet, this translates to about 165 grams of fat, 40 grams of carbohydrate, and 75 grams of protein. The protein amount on the ketogenic diet is kept moderate in comparison with other low-carb, high-protein diets because eating too much protein can prevent ketosis. The amino acids and proteins can be converted to glucose. So a ketogenic diet specifies enough protein to preserve lean body mass, including muscle, but that will still cause ketosis. Many versions of keto diet, uh, ketogenic diets exist, but all banned carb-rich proteins, pardon me, all banned carb-rich foods, rather. Some of these foods may be obvious. Starches from both refined and whole grains like breads, cereals, pasta, rice, and cookies, potatoes, corn, and other starchy vegetables. And fruit juices. Some that may not be so obvious are beans, legumes, and most fruits. Most ketogenic diets follow plans that allow foods high in saturated fat, such as fatty cuts of meat, processed meats, lard, and butter, as well as sources of unsaturated fats, such as nuts, seeds, avocados, plant oils, and oily fish. Depending on your source of information, ketogenic food lists may vary and even conflict. Programs suggest following a ketogenic diet until the desired amount of weight loss is achieved. When this is achieved to prevent weight regain, one may follow the diet for a few days or a few weeks each month, interchanged with other days allowing a higher carbohydrate intake. The recent so far, the ketogenic diet has been shown to produce beneficial metabolic changes in the short term, along with weight loss, health parameters associated with carrying excess weight have improved, such as insulin resistance, high blood pressure, and elevated cholesterol and triglycerides. There is also growing interest in the use of low-carbohydrate diets, including the ketogenic diet, for type 2 diabetes. Several theories exist as to why the ketogenic diet promotes weight loss, though they have not been consistently shown to hold up in research. A satiating effect with decreased food cravings due to the high fat content of the diet, a decrease in appetite-stimulating hormones, such as insulin and ghrelin, when eating restricted amounts of carbohydrate, a direct hunger-reducing role of ketone bodies, the body's main source on the diet. Because this 
Let me repeat that last one. A direct hunger reducing role of ketone bodies. The body's main source of fuel on the diet. Increased caloric expenditure due to the metabolic effects of converting fat and protein to glucose. Promotion of fat loss versus lean body mass, partly due to decreased insulin levels. Now, potential pitfalls. I mean, following a very high-fat diet may be challenging to maintain. Possible symptoms of extreme carbohydrate restriction that may last days to weeks include hunger, fatigue, low mood, irritability, constipation, headaches, and brain fog. Though these uncomfortable feelings may subside, staying satisfied with the limited variety of foods available and being restricted from otherwise enjoyable foods, like a crunchy apple or a creamy sweet potato, may present new challenge. If you're diabetic, though, you have type 2 diabetes or type 1 diabetes, uh, a crunchy apple or a creamy sweet potato are off limits anyway. Some negative effects include uh, have been suggested, including increased risk of kidney stones and osteoporosis, increased blood levels of uric acid, a risk factor for gout, gout rather. Possible nutrient deficiencies may arise if a variety of recommended foods on the ketogenic diet are not included. It is important to not focus on eating high-fat foods, but to include a daily variety of the allowed meats, fish, vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds to ensure adequate intakes of fiber, B vitamins, and minerals, iron, magnesium, and zinc, nutrients typically found in foods like whole grains that are restricted from the diet. Because whole food groups are excluded, assistance from a registered dietitian may be beneficial in creating a ketogenic diet that minimizes nutritional deficiencies. Unanswered questions. Well, what are the long-term effects or are there any safety issues related to the ketogenic diet? Do the diet's health benefits extend to higher risk individuals with multiple health conditions and the elderly? For which disease conditions do the benefits of the diet outweigh the risks? Three, as fat is a primary energy source, is there a long-term impact on health from consuming different types of fat included in the ketogenic diet? Is the high fat, four, is a high fat moderate protein intake on a ketogenic diet, safe for disease conditions that interfere with normal protein and fat metabolism, such as kidney and liver diseases? Is a ketogenic diet too restrictive for periods of rapid growth or requiring increased nutrients, such as during pregnancy, while breastfeeding, or during childhood, adolescent years? Available research on the ketogenic diet for weight loss is still limited, unfortunately. Most of the studies so far have had a small number of participants with short-term, 12 weeks or less, and did not include control groups. A ketogenic diet has been shown to perform provide uh, short-term benefits in some people, including weight loss and improvements in cholesterol, blood sugar, and blood pressure. However, these effects after one year, when compared with the effects of conventional weight loss diets, are not significantly different but more research is needed. Eliminating several food groups and the potential for unpleasant symptoms may make compliance different. An emphasis on foods and saturated fats also counters recommendations from the dietary guidelines for Americans and the American Heart Association and may have adverse effects on blood LDL cholesterol. However, it is possible to modify the diet to emphasize foods 
low in saturated fats, such as olive oil, avocado, nuts, seeds, and fatty fish. So that's one answer to the ketogenic um, emphasis on fats is to modify the diet to emphasize foods low in saturated fat. A ketogenic diet may be an option for some people who have had difficulty losing weight and other methods. The exact ratio of fat, carbohydrate, and protein that is needed to achieve health benefits will vary among individuals due to their genetic makeup and body composition. Therefore, if one chooses to start a ketogenic diet, it is recommended to consult with one's physician and a dietitian to closely monitor any biochemical changes after starting the regimen and to create a meal plan that is tailored to one's existing health conditions and to prevent nutritional deficiencies or other health complications. A dietitian may also provide guidance on reintroducing carbohydrates once weight loss is achieved. Now, I took this article from the Harvard School of Public Health, and I thought it was very interesting in explaining the ketogenic diet. So tomorrow we're going to go a little bit deeper into what alternatives there are to the ketogenic diet, such as the paleo, which we've visited before, South Beach diet, and Ducan diets. So tune in for tomorrow's episode on Being Healthy the Shaolin Way. If you'd like to learn more about the monks of the Shaolin Temple who sponsor this program, go to shaolintempleus.net or their new website, healthytaichi.com. And if you'd like to donate to this program, please donate to by PayPal at rick, R-I-C-K, at feraldemore.com. That's F-E-R-R-E-L-D-M-O-O-R-E.com. Until our next episode, I wish you namaste.